All right, on this week's episode, I did a blind sampling of uh, some bottles given to me by Matthew Casey and uh, Project CNS page. So I'm going to go ahead and, and run this, and then at the end of me talking, I'm going to add a extra little piece like this that's going to tell you what each bottle is and make me look really stupid because... I was pretty much wrong on all of them. I had some bits and pieces that if I'd have been thinking straight, I probably would have been okay with, but I just got on a kick that it was all one thing and it wasn't, but some of my factoids are basically correct. There's three of them that I got pretty, pretty decently since the list, what he gave me was actually a lot of pretty obscure stuff. It wasn't any, any certain genre of any sort. There was dusties. There was newer stuff, there was older stuff, there was crafts. So enjoy the episode and uh, stay tuned to after I cut on the uh, the main episode, I will reveal what each bottle was. All right, enjoy. Welcome to the Bourbon Boys. Uh, there's only one Bourbon Boy here this week. We have a kind of a different episode this week. It's just me, your boy Chad, here tasting a set of six blind samples sent to me by Matthew Casey. Actually, you all will probably know before I will as far as, well, you definitely will because I'm tasting them now and I don't know what's in them. Uh, before I actually know what... After I taste them, y'all will know what they were before I knew while I was tasting them. I think it kind of makes sense to me. And that's all that really matters because I'm the only one in this. Sorry. If you're listening, with, I might need to cut that out. Yeah, I'll cut that cuss word out. We don't need any F-bombs in here if it's just me. We'll keep it uh, PG-13, so shits and dams, okay? All right, well, I already opened up the samples to let them breathe a little bit. There's six samples in varying varying sizes of uh, containers. There's actually a small mason jar as number six, so I'm really interested in finding out which one that's going to be. So I'm going to take a few notes, and I'm going to guess, try to guess what they are, although I suck at that. So don't expect a whole lot. I'm a guy who knows what I like, and I don't necessarily know what shit is. But I'm going to take a guess at it just because... We need content. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We need some shit to put on the airways to keep this thing going. I can't be carrying this every week, so we'll give this a go. All right, I'm going to start off with number one. I have a, I'm in a hotel this week, and since now all these samples are open, it definitely smells like a liquor store, so I'm breathing in. I'm going to start with number one. <clears throat> supposedly one of these is an outlier. It's not as good as the other. So we'll see which, if I could pick it out, that'll probably be my favorite. So number one, I'm going to try to be pretty low on these because I don't want to get, excuse me, wasted. 
this is very fruity, like pineapple-y. Pineapple tropical fruits, and I don't get that very often most of the time when I'm drinking bourbon. <clears throat> it's not the best that I've had sinus issues recently, so bear with me if I cough or uh, sneeze. Smells like something I've had before. That's dusty something. These very often. I smelled the mason jar one last night, and it smelled like turkey. <clears throat> this guy could have sent me a a myriad of turkey samples to try to throw me off, but. For some reason, that just tastes like an old, dusty turkey. Because there's not a whole lot to it. It's it, it's proof down, or I could tell it's proof down. It's a lower proof. I would say maybe ninety proof. So maybe a, a one of the uh, early turkey twelves. Maybe that's that's gonna be my guess. I'm not even gonna write any notes. I'm not even writing notes for that one. It's good, but that's not something like. I'm not a turkey chaser, though, so if that is dusty turkey, <clears throat> ouch. it even has a little bit of a medicine-y aftertaste to it, so that doesn't really... I'm going to stick with what I said originally and go with dusty turkey for the first one. It's, it's the, the nose is really fruity, though. Dusty turkey. Nose was fruity. Finish was muted. Palette was kind of muted too, but you still get that dust, that dusty palette. All right. I rinse my glass out with a little bit of water. <clears throat> so I'm going to pour the second one. And by the time I get done with these six, I'll probably go ahead and finish the rest, but not the mason jar because that's a shitload of whiskey. So <clears throat> for number two. I'm going to swear this dude gave me all turkey samples. It's probably all from the same bottle. Bastard. Blind side by side from all the same bottle. That'd be kind of shitty. Oh, no, that one's... I get the same turkey funk. I wonder if these are all turkeys of some sort. He gave me no, so I've got all bourbon to work with. The nose was not as fruity. I got more more oak on that. Also muted palate. I mean, muted as far as what you expect out of it, I still think it's dusty turkey. I think these might all be dusty turkey, but I could be completely wrong. They could all be four roses OBSO for me for as far as I'm concerned. It's good, but it's not something I would seek out. I'd say the palate. Take a 
a sip. Get more oak on the palate, too. It's that back end. It's not even the back end. It's like the tip of my tongue and the end that gives me that dusty, like, turkey funk twist. Hmm. If these are all turkey, it's going to be very counterclimactic. Casey, it's probably what you planned on. Texas jerk guys. All right, this is the no another one, number three. I just cleaned out my glass. Number one and number three are in like they look like Johnny Walker bottles, the square, small ones. And now my nose is starting to get stuffed up, so that's perfect for for uh, huffing whiskey. Although I don't think that's the technical term, but. That's what we're going to use. Oh, yeah, this ain't this ain't turkey. This is more youthful. <sighs> Woo. Step away from the mic for a second. That's finished, too. It's like a wine finish something. I don't even know if I want to drink this. I'm breathing right into the mic. I'm sure that's going to be very pleasurable for everybody listening to this. Oh, yeah. Three is the outlier. <clears throat> Ooh, I had to pop this sparkling ice after that one. I don't know. Like that's some sort of youthful whiskey. And now I'm glutton for punishment. I gotta have a little more. The bad ones are always the one I want to try more of just so I can see how bad it is and why it's bad. The nose is just youthful and medicine y. And it's, I feel like it can't be barrel proof either. And it's just, it's just, it's bad. That's all I'm going to put. I'm not even guessing what it is. I think the first two were dusty turkey or turkey of some sort. The second one may not have been dusty. I want to say the third one, something young, <clears throat> young and finished, maybe a wine finished. I mean, these are, uh, I think this dude, if I remember correctly, Casey lives in uh, Texas. Let me make sure before I start making Texas jokes. Where are you from, Matthew? Excuse me. Burping into the mic is not very professional. Matthew Casey. Oh, Baltimore, Maryland. Huh, not Texas. 
All right. Well, pay no attention to my Texas uh, slant. I said slam. I said earlier he is an Ohio State fan, though. So oh, I'll keep my keep my uh, thoughts to myself on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna say that's something young and finished. Maybe a, a uh, I'm trying to think of distilleries from up around him. But I know there's a few in Pennsylvania. I'm not even gonna guess. It just it ain't good. I'm gonna say that's the outlier, but. I still have three more samples to go, so there might be one worse than that. And he said the other ones were pretty good stuff. That's what led me to believe that some of them were dusty turkey. So this is sample number four as we start to loosen up the podcast. Still get that sweet molasses. It's like the, all the rest of them are going to be dusty turkey of some sort in that one outlier of garbage. <clears throat> Sweet molasses. Uh, Now, that one tastes like turkey, or had a nose like turkey, has a taste like turkey, but it's higher proof. So I'm going to say that's some sort of turkey 101, although I have, uh, I'm going to go ahead and admit this right now in this podcast, I've never had wild turkey 101, but that's got turkey funk to it with a little more bite. So maybe... uh, a turkey 101 maybe an earlier turkey 101 or a russell's reserve pick possibly so i'll put turkey 101 i don't put a whole lot of notes i never have been good on notes i know you get a lot i get strong molasses on the on the beginning like i said sweet brown sugar the palate is a little bit stronger than the other ones that's what makes me think that it's a higher proof so maybe the 101 sticks out of course, Russell's Reserve is a higher proof as well, and so is Rare Breed, but this doesn't really have that kind of Rare Breed, although it's been a while since I've had Rare Breed too, so I guess I should watch my tongue on that as well. Sample number five. Let's see if the the string of wild turkey smells sticks up. It's like I can't get wild turkey out of my nose now. Maybe not as sweet a nose as the last one. Sort of like a mix between the first two. Fruit, molasses, brown sugary, but more fruity. Not quite as straight sweetness as you get from a a molasses or a brown sugar. 
breathing straight in the mic is always a good idea for a podcast. You all are all listening to this going, <sighs> excuse me, and you get burps. Uh, <clears throat> a little water. Wow. That's extremely old turkey. I think that might be the oldest thing I've had. I like, not the old as far as age on the bottle, on the barrel, but old as far as how long ago it was produced. <clears throat> there isn't... The thing about turkey is what makes it good and what makes it bad to somebody who's a barrel-proof guy like me is the palate is so delicate. And I use the word muted because I'm used to barrel-proof, but this is... It, it's... It's something that people just enjoy, and it's not you're not going to get a ton of nuance unless you just enjoy a lot of turkey because the more this you drink, the more you pick up. It's sort of like barrel proof. <clears throat> when you go down in proof and you continuously drink it, you tend to pick up small, intricate details of it, whereas when you go up in proof, you, you get used to it, your palate gets used to it, it gets broken in to a certain extent, and you're able to pick up subtleties in the higher proofs. It works both the same way. In my opinion, of course. This is an opinion podcast. See, I'm going to say this is probably... This might be like a decanter. Like an old decanter. I never had decanter turkey, but I'm going to guess that it's an old decanter, and I'm writing that down. And if I get two of these close to being right, I'm going to be so jacked. And all of these are enjoyable, quite frankly. Excuse me while I take a sip of my refreshing sparkling ice. All right. This last one's going to be number six from the mason jar. And after I'm finished with this, I'm going to message Matthew Casey <clears throat> and get the uh, the final results of what this uh, was. And I'll put it in the intro. So you all know what it is as I'm tasting it, and you can know how much of a moron I am or how brilliant I am. Either way, it's getting posted, so I don't mind looking like an idiot. So this is from the mason jar. That was more than I wanted, but it's the last pour, so that's fine. <sighs> Down the hatch, ladies and gentlemen. Now that 
got a different smell to it. More oaky. Less fruity. Less, not as much of the brown sugar that I've gotten in a lot of the other stuff. And it's, I'd say, well, two of the bottles are brown, so it's kind of tough to tell. But I'd say, of the ones that are see-through, and just thinking off of what I uh, had in my glass, this is probably the darkest of the ones that I've had. That one's a curveball. <clears throat> that one's sticking around a little bit longer. This one's a tough one. And it's good. It's really good. I still want to stick with the turkey theme, but this is throwing me off more. Like it may be a a newer iteration, iteration like a... A master's keep, maybe. Because it feels like it's a little bit higher proof than the older ones. And it doesn't have that dusty funk. But it's still got the turkey funk. Uh, and it's a little higher proof, I think. So I'm, I'm going to say master's keep. Or a newer, a newer limited, maybe. Turkey. I think it's all turkey except for the. I mean, number three could be. I haven't had. He could have messed me up and put Long Branch in here as number three. I'm just going to put Is It Long Branch? Because I haven't had it. I hope that's not Long Branch. All right. <clears throat> Although Long Branch is mellow. All right. Well, I'm going to end this podcast, and uh, I'm going to go back over my notes one more time and tell you the first one I said was the nose was fruity. It was the fruitiest of one we all we had, of the fruitiest of all that we had. I thought it was dusty turkey, as I did most of these, because it had the dusty turkey funk. Number two had more oak, which made me believe that it was maybe an older, uh, maybe a 12-year, where the first one was maybe eight-year. And it still had the dust, the dusty turkey funk to it. Number three was young. I thought it maybe was a wine finish, uh, <clears throat> maybe a craft uh, whiskey or something. I don't know. It could be Long Branch or it could be something. I mean, it could even be. No, it's not. Not that newest Masters Keep. It's Masters Keep. Fifteen or decades. say master's keep because that's all they're all masters three master's keep number four i just put wild turkey i think that was the one i thought was maybe i can't remember if that was the one that was a little rougher maybe it was a 101 um and then number five i said was extremely old turkey maybe a decanter because the flavors are so muted it felt like it had been sitting in something for a while and number six, I said some sort of master's keep, maybe 15 or decades, uh, newer limited stuff, because it definitely has a turkey funk, but not as 
dusty flavor, smell flavoring or smelling for that matter. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, give us a like, uh, give us a, give us a like on Facebook, bourbon boys, uh, both bourbon boys page. And then we have a bourbon boys group. If you want to get involved in talking to me or Tyler or anybody that comes on the show, they're all on the group and <clears throat> you can follow us on, uh, BBB, uh, I can't remember the Twitter handle. It's BBB something. Just look for, and you'll see bourbon. And uh, subscribe. Subscribe on uh, iTunes. Give us a review. We've got three now. One of them is mine. Uh, one of them is Naj's, and I don't know who the third one is. It might only be two. It might just be me and Naj. So give us a subscribe and give us a review. We're available on uh any podcasting app, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, the podcast app for iTunes. We're in iTunes. So <clears throat> I'm not sure this is going to grab a whole lot of listeners, but go back to some of our older episodes. They're much better than this, although the audio, audio has gotten better because i got a Zoom recorder now, so you can actually hear us, and it's not all cracky. So until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family, and uh, I'm out. Okay, thanks for making it to the end, ladies and gents. If you have made it this far, there's a special uh, uh, treat. If you PM me, if you message me on Facebook or uh, Instagram or however you follow us, I will enter your name into a drawing for some samples because you actually listened all the way through the podcast. So um, I'm going to let you know what the bottles were now. Bottle number one was actually an Orphan Barrel Lost Prophet, 22 years old. Uh, bottle number two is a William Heaven Hill Bottle and Bonded Small Batch. Looks like a red label. Bottle number three is a Manhattois Keystone. It's a it's a barrel-finished uh, craft whiskey. Bottle number four was actually Evan Williams' Bourbon Affair pick from 2015. Bottle number five was a old charter, 10-year dusty old charter. And bottle number six is a Joseph Magnus pick from Never Take the Metro. I don't know who, what group that's from, but that's the uh, pick. So I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I uh, hope you enjoyed me making myself look stupid. So <laughs> enjoy. <laughs>